tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink. Hi and welcome to another episode of Tim Fall Hat. You know who I am. You know what I'm here to do. I am here to rock. There we go. Thank you. He is from the hit new show, We Don't Smoke the Same. Xavier Guerrero. What's up? What's up? Show's doing well? Doing great. We just had a Bobo from Cypress Hill. So he came and we parted a little bit. It was out of his comfort zone, but he had a good time. And uh, you can oh, find wow. it on, I know, right? You can find it on YouTube. Any podcast app, and uh, we go live Saturdays at 1 o'clock. I love it. I love it. You're crushing it. And then back back in modern times from his uh, farming <laughs> in North Carolina, Johnny Woodard. What's happening, dude? Johnny, do you miss the farm? Uh, yeah, I miss being able to just walk outside and see trees and not, you know, have to get yelled at about a mask, you know. How's your, how's your aunt? Uh, I didn't see her, so I, I hope she's doing well. I can't believe she couldn't didn't want to come meet local celebrity Johnny Woodard. <laughs> um, you know, people aren't nobody's wearing a fucking mask uh, in North Carolina. By the way, like oh, I went we, to stores, just nobody's got a mask on. People getting their hair cut, no mask. It's just like oh yeah, it's like Florida, it's not even happening. dude, you can now have sex in the open. Nobody cares anymore because they're like fuck all your rules. <laughs> it's ridiculous, guys. Super excited, a new uh. So real quick. Uh, my New Jersey show just got canceled. Uh, they just think we should move it to back when things open up. You know, Mike Romanelli really wanted to make it happen. Well, he wanted to make it happen because he wanted me to come out. But, you know, we both kind of talked about and agreed that at this point. It's, we just got to see how this stuff plays out. It's not me. It's, it's these government. So I will not be in New Jersey next weekend. So my next gig is until January in Alaska. So, but we'll make it happen. Okay. But. Everybody wants to see me in New Jersey. Unfortunately, it's not happening. Rejoice, though. New t-shirts are out. Just go to tinfallhattshirts.com, and we have the brand-new Swarm Troopers. Swarm Troopers are uh, live out there. Uh, it's a great new shirt. I really love it. And uh, just go to tinfallhattshirts.com. Great way to support the show. Uh, the the, the, pay, the uh, premium content is on fire right now. Been doing a lot of great ones. Uh, if you want to get your daily dose of conspiracies, go to Tinfoil Hat T-shirts. I mean, excuse me, Patreon.com slash Tinfoil Hat. And then finally, go to uh, Oh Tomorrow. I am the I'm running a debate between Brian Callen and Dave Weiss on Flat Earth. Okay, Brian's a glober. Dave Weiss is a flat earther. I'm a realm realmer. Boom. We're gonna Can't make wait. Happen. Oh, this is going to be interesting, wait. dude. This is going to be a good one. Wait. Can't wait. That's, on conspiracy, that? that's on conspiracy Social Club? Yeah. yeah. Go to uh, patreon.com slash Brian Callen to check that out. And Zero has been on fire. Go to 
rockfin.com slash zero and get the spiritual podcast. Now, the Rockfin's really great because you can get all people like Jimmy Dore, Jason Burmese, Whitney Webb, and Mind Show uh, all for a low, low one price. So go check that out. Both of them are great. Anything else, guys? Um, yeah, Broken Simulation is still out. We're about to do one tomorrow, I think. So get, check yeah. that out. And uh, then what else do we have? Whatever. We have, we have, oh yeah, cups, hats, t-shirts. I got to look into that again, but I'll go to tinfoilhatswag.com. I'll wake the fuck up. What others? You got me on socks. You name it. Go got check condoms out. common. Yeah, we working. And then I also have a cameo that's been killing. Go to cameo.com slash Sam Tripoli, and I do cameos all day, every day, all the time. Uh, get a personal shout-out from your boy, Sweet Sammy T. So I love you all very much. I can't thank you guys enough for the support, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy this. It's with the odd man out from the Odd Cast podcast, and we talk secret societies. Enjoy the show. I love you, Swan. All right, so let's get into it. I'm uh, really excited to have this guest on. He uh, he made an appear- his first appearance on the Patreon. He crushed it so hard. I go, dude, I love what you're saying. I think the uh, the masses need to hear it. He has a podcast called The Oddcast. Please welcome Odd Man out. How are you, Odd Man? Hey, doing great, man. I'm so glad to be on the big show. This must be what it felt like for Rodney, his first time with Ellen Carson. So, Man, I'm really excited. Ah, oh, I like. I'm it. not You're funny though. Points. Here's the thing: there's nowhere to go from here, so you don't have to do that anymore. But hey, if something becomes bigger, I will 100% bring you up to that level. I mean, uh, if you right. can run the if you run the board, Johnny, you're out, odd man. <laughs> um, so, Sorry, odd man, Johnny. tell us a little bit about yeah. the uh, Oddcast podcast. Yeah, man, I uh, started it maybe. A little over a year ago, I've been doing like blogs and stuff like that for 15 years, and nobody even <laughs> would listen to me. That guy's crazy. He's a conspiracy theorist. But uh, the podcast started taking off, and uh, you know, I just I mainly talk about the New World Order. Um, you know, there's so many different facets of it: uh, secret societies, the occult, um, uh, just all that stuff. And um, yeah, that's I really enjoy that stuff because it has so much to do with where we are in the country now and in the world now. Because, so you know, uh, do you ever get a little exhausted of it? Or do you ever get like, oh, man, like on my Patreon, I call it black pill cool guy. Sometimes you get too black pilled. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, oh, there's no hope. Goodbye. And you just walk off. Do you ever get yeah. like that? Oh, yeah, man. It's, it's it's a lot of the occult books like the Crowleys and the Blavatsky's and those things, when you're researching them, they're, I hate them, man. I hate to read them. But, like, if you want to find out what they really believe instead of just, like, listening to somebody else, you kind of have to. But uh, it's exhausting. And, uh, yeah, man, sometimes you just get tired of it. And I got to watch, you know, something. I got to watch a comedy show or listen to music or do something to get away from it. Yeah, I've been starting to listen to music now because I can't, I, like, I, I, I'm an old man, so uh, I, I have sports is in my blood. It's just, like, I mm. love watching sports, and, like, LeBron James has just ruined it for me. Like, every, everything that guy does, it rigs it, and it's just so hard. But I, I have to force myself to figure out how to watch the game from a pure standpoint. But, yeah, uh, 
you know, it's just like, so I was even getting tired of hearing sports. All the sports talk was just COVID, COVID. I'm just fucking over it. So I started turning on music, man. And music is a great way to get away from it, man. I wasn't listening to music for a long time. It's like you got to find alternative venues, uh, avenues to get out of the matrix and stuff like that. You know, um, someone said something today. I want to get your take on this about how, like, you know, like we get labeled conspiracy theorists. But, like, the the people calling us conspiracy theorists believe the most ridiculous <laughs> bullshit. Right. And they're, they're like the normies, yeah. right? Like, yeah. they believe that there was Russian collusion. They believe Joe Biden won the election fair and square, okay? They believe we're in a plague, a black plague, and people are dying at historical numbers. I mean, but, yeah, I look outside, everything seems to be fine. And it's all working out. And then, you know, you're doing the deep dives in your research. I mean, are we in the upside down world? I think we are indeed. I mean, yeah, man, that's what I told somebody a while back. I said, people that don't think something's up, those people that think that, you know, everything we hear in the media and everything we're taught in school is just the way it is. Those are the real conspiracy theorists because they're believing this nonsense that, I mean, it's so obvious, man, that there's, even if you didn't know anything about conspiracies, you got to know something is not right with the world and, and what the, what we're being told. Um, would they call them conformist theorists now? That's their oh, new wow. name. They're the conformity theorist. Um, <laughs> first of all, the biggest conspiracy I have is how do you get your head so cleanly shaven? That is uh, it's, baby uh, smooth. <laughs> It just falls out naturally. I got this disease, unfortunately, Sam. And what uh, is the alopecia? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm, just kidding man. Had, I'm like, I thought for a second <laughs> you might have had it. Then I saw you had facial hair, so I'm like, you can't have alopecia. My best friend from high school had it. So, uh, by the way, uh, this weekend I asked a woman how long, how far along she is in the pregnancy, and oh. she's like, I'm not pregnant. I'm like, yeah. why did I do that, dude? Everybody, oh, dude. that's like the number one thing not to do. No, I can't believe it. I'm really good <sighs> at it. And then I did it. I felt like a, I love babies so much. I was a giant. I feel like a piece of shit, man. Was her boyfriend or husband there? Yeah. <laughs> That's even worse. You just called this lady fat. <laughs> I Dude, didn't Sam, mean it. <laughs> That's okay. like the uh, the Brian Regan bit, you know. When's that baby do? <laughs> oh, you, know? you can't yeah. go back from that, man. I felt like a piece of shit. <laughs> but I don't know why I just told you that. But back to uh, you. So when you came on the Patreon, you were talking about how you um, uh, secret societies and where it goes all the way back to. Uh, let's start there and then we'll get into everything. But start at the beginning, the beginning of secret societies. Well, the actual beginning, it's kind of contested as far as like the uh, the Freemasons. Uh, some of them try to say that it goes back to ancient Egypt, but then there is others who say no. It just started in like this in the medieval times, but there were definitely secret societies back in ancient times, and they seem to have like the one thing I noticed that they all seem to have in common is the three levels. You know, like the uh, first, second, and third degrees or whatever. They almost all have those third, those three degrees, um, and you know that they, they go back to like the. Uh, uh, the Elysian uh, mysteries and um, just all kinds of different uh, Egyptian mystery schools. Um, 
the Melchizedek schools and, but they all seem to be pretty closely related. And uh, it's like, I think when people like the different peoples were, you know, were moved to other parts of the world, you know, they carried some of those beliefs with them and they get a little, you know, they get changed a little bit over time, but they still have, you know, they were still resemble some of those original mysteries. And then you get into the modern, you know, Freemasons and you've got them and the Rosicrucians and the, you know, of course, Skull and Bones. And, uh, and there's a lot of different takes, I think, on Freemasonry, like the, um, the Odd Fellows is, is another Freemason offshoot, and um, really you know, different the things. Odd like, Fellows, yeah. Man. So I want I'll, real quick. When you were on the podcast, you said there was a guy who wrote like a journal or something, and then went right before he died. They implemented this. Oh, okay, yeah, man. So uh, there was a guy by the name of Cecil Rhodes. Um, he was from England, you know, he's a British guy and he was funded by the Rothschilds to, uh, to go over to Zambezi, Africa and, uh, dig up their gold and their diamonds. And he was a Freemason. And, uh, the guy that was his, his favorite professor in school was this guy by the name of John Ruskin. And he was one of these like English, you know, England first kind of guys. He kept teaching his students, you know, we're the best people in the world. We're the brightest, we're the smartest. You know, so anyway, Cecil Rhodes took that to heart and uh, he immediately became a bazillionaire, you know, and um, yeah, he became the prime minister of Cape Colony over there. And uh, he was only like 22 or 23 at this point, already filthy rich. Hold on, he and was he, only 23 years old when he did this? Yeah, yeah. And um, my daughter's so he, ten months. She just took a poopy diaper and put it in the in the uh, poop <laughs> poop uh, fucking dumpster. I mean, like that's nice. pretty. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> exactly. It's almost like this guy was chosen or something. I don't know. It's, it's strange, but uh, yeah. So he became filthy rich, and he for some reason he knew he wasn't going to live to be very old. He even said that in his writings. So he started drawing up a will like early on, like in his 20s. And he wanted to take over the world. I mean, it sounds crazy, but that's his, that was his goal to take over the world for England. And so um, he said, we'll base these, we'll take these secret societies, we'll form them with like the best and the brightest, the elites basically. And uh, we'll take some things from Freemasonry, but not like the, uh, he said that, you know, like a lot of the things they do in Freemasonry with the dressing up of the different things is stupid, but let's take the secrecy of Freemasonry and let's take the cunning, (laughs) cunningness of the Jesuits and let's form these secret societies to take over the world. And so they began with Africa, South Africa, and, um, and it got bigger and bigger. And um, they called themselves themselves the Society of the Elect, and so it was all these uh, well-to-do people from England that he had, uh, you know, that he had known there. And so they started getting this thing going, and he decides he's going to write uh, six more wills to to make his money, like when he died, go to specific things. And it was very, very detailed. Like you can you can buy the book that has all the things he wrote in his wills. And it was to, to, you know, form these groups of secret societies to go all over the world 
and to infiltrate governments and get it really high places of power in business and kind of combine business and government together, kind of like fascism, really. And um, by God, he's done it. I mean, he died when he was 49, but uh, his friends carried on this legacy. And, um, you know, but I that think is he, that is what that's what these guys do. That's what some yeah. people can't understand. This is not an overnight prog. This is not an overnight process. It right. is something that may take three or four lifetimes to happen. They're very methodical. They're in no hurry. If it doesn't happen when they're alive, they're fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I read a, I read a crazy quote the other day by Cecil Rhodes. And he said that he thought, and this was, this was 1890, and he said that he thought it would take about 100 years to get this one world government formed. And, uh, or I think it was, actually it was 1892. And uh, George W. Bush made his first famous New World Order speech exactly 100 years from that date. So I thought oh that was really God. interesting. <laughs> Shit just doesn't happen. Hey, guys, I want to talk to you about Proactive, okay? He's the number one acne brand in America for adults 18 to 34, for people who have acne and are looking for clear skin. It doesn't matter what kind of breakout you have, Proactive has you cover. Proactive combines gentle skin care paired with the best acne treatment for your skin. Proactive has three different styles designed for your skin, okay? I got to be honest with you guys, I use Proactive, and that's why I really go off script on this, because the point is, I had really nasty acne and pa- and proactive helped me get over it. I did. Like I would go, I would have things on the side of my neck. I'm like, how do you even get that? Proacne cleared it up. And I, I tell anybody I see with really bad acne that I'm, I'm close enough to say something. I go, you should try proactive because it really, it really helped me. Okay. Proactive has three different types of systems designed for your skin. They have proactive solution, the original system suitable for all skin types, proactive plus for sensitive skin types and proactive MD prescription th- strength for stubborn breakouts. Okay. Talk about, I love proactive and I know you will too. Okay. So here's what I need you guys to do. All right. I need you guys right now is a great time to try proactive for our podcast listeners. You get a special offer available by going to proactive.com slash Sam proactive subscribers will receive the hydro duo as a free gift that includes four hydrogel masks and the green tea moisturizer. You also get free shipping again, Visit proactive.com slash Sam to take advantage of the special offer. That's proactive.com slash Sam and subscribe to Clear Skin now. But, uh, you know, the the year, or I think it was actually the next year after uh, Rose died, his friends and the guy that he left his fortune to to create these societies. All made love they, to his dead body? No. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> well, they're <laughs> not too far off. They, they do think that uh, – Rhodes was, uh, you know, they think he was gay. He never got married. And uh, several of the guys that he hung out with were also gay. Not that, you know, do your thing. It I don't care about that. It is a weird thing, right, with that. Because, yeah. like, what will happen is the people on the outside will be like, they did all this because they were gay, right? There's a group yeah. of people that think that. But I think they get into these positions because people know they have a secret, 
And then they put them in these positions. And then they're like, by the way, we know you like, you know, to to go down the truck stops and get weird with truckers. (laughs) So either you play ball or you don't. Like, that's a lot of of things they're talking about. Like, right now with John Roberts, the Supreme Court justice, there's a lot of talk about somebody's blackmailing that guy. A lot of these judges they think are getting blackmailed. I I just honestly don't think you naturally just move up these ranks without somebody having something on you. Yeah, definitely. I think you're right. I think that's the key to some of these groups for sure. Um, in, in the year he died, or maybe the next year, they started a, an, another society called the Pilgrim Society. And you don't hear too much about that. But uh, it was it's really interesting. like bowling teams. Right. <laughs> right. The Odd, the odd Fellows, the ping, Pilgrims. <laughs> I can't, and I, I couldn't find a reason behind the Pilgrim Society. Like, why Pilgrims? These guys are filthy rich, you know. But um, it had, uh, like, Lord Nathan Rothschild. He was the head of the English bank. Um, oh, my gosh. We, you had, um, I got uh, Joseph P. Kennedy ended up being in this group. Uh, uh, Winston Churchill was a member. Uh, the guy that started Time Magazine was a member. The guy that, uh, I think, the first head of CBS was a member. I mean, it goes on and on. And uh, they decided we're going to take this farther than just the English because, you know, Rose just wanted it to be England first and have them take over the world. But they decided we'll, we'll join the English-speaking people, so we'll get the, the higher-ups from Canada and the United States, and eventually we'll form a union, basically like the European Union. So they uh, invited John D. Rockefeller, and that's when the shit just really took off because he, you know— basically bought up everything in the United States and controlled everything. And that's really the one amazing. Rockefeller that looks like, like the walking dead. Yes. Like yeah. his eyes gone. Okay. He's like, oh! he looks like that guy <laughs> in every fucking picture. Yeah. Yeah. All that money couldn't help him. Right. With his, <laughs> you look like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And, um, you know, the Rockefellers, I think they took a cue from the Rothschilds, and they had the Rothschilds in there with them, but uh, the Rothschilds had already figured out how to kind of uh, start these philanthropy groups in uh, you know England and Euro- in Europe and France and different places like that. And basically, um, that's how they functioned to get a lot of their things done. It wasn't really out in the open. They did it through these philanthropy groups where they could funnel money in, and the money was, you know, it wasn't taxed and it was kind of the perfect system. So they just started taking over education and the medical field. All so that. it's like, so, so basically what happens is cause we jumped through a lot of stuff cause yeah. we just jumped a lot. So early on. So the, so were there secret societies before roads? Yeah. I mean there, you know, I think there was a lot of Freemasons in the civil war on both sides. Um, so there have definitely been secret societies before even Rhodes. Um, I'm not sure how far uh, Skull and Bones goes back, but I believe it predates Rhodes. And, so uh, there has – and it, it's like – if you had to say who – I mean, there's so many layers. Like we've had Amy says what the, what the fuck on, and she says that there's a, a group above the black nobility called the, the Great White Brotherhood, which I think is – Pindar, okay, Pindar, <laughs> the seven-foot albino lizard, which which at some point was 
people consider tall, right? You remember? It's like, right. and he was seven foot. Yeah, so what, he's a third center on an NBA mm-hmm. team? I mean, it's not that, <laughs> that crazy anymore. But back in the day, that was pretty nuts. And then you had the black nobility, and you like, and there's this whole saying that if you know their name, they're not running shit. Do you have? Do you ever hear that or understand I, that? I, you know, I hear that, and I, I can see where people are coming from with that. But also, I, I look at like, you know, I can't help but keep mentioning the Rockefellers because they were the big deal and still are really in America. But they just owned everything. They they still own everything. They're in, you know textiles and medicine and every pretty much industry you can think of that makes money they are invested in it so i do believe there probably are these groups that we don't know about but um i think when you have that much money it's almost i would think it would be almost impossible to keep your name completely hidden unless you were just i don't know i mean very very have you heard the Pissar family i've heard the name now, there's a whole the- rumor that the Passar family is actually w- the real power and that at some point, the, you know, they don't run anything anymore, but that the Rothschilds and the, and the Rockefellers were just basically their trust. And there was a whole list of, like, if you saw the list that, that people say that the Passar family owns, it's literally like every major. They owned everything from, like, electric companies – to railroad companies back when railroad companies ran everything, you know, uh, just huge. And that they say that the uh, CFR, (coughs) the CFR is actually uh, a board of trustees for all the Passar family. So it's like, it's very interesting, man, because I'm reading this book about like the beginning of the Freemason trees and, and all that stuff. And like, by the way, if everyone thinks it's violent now, if you've ever looked back at like what it used to be like, if you start this book and I'll find the book later, and I'll, I'll show it on another show, but man, they just like after the first 20 pages, when they explain everything, how it got set up, they go through all the assassinations oh, that wow. the Freemasons did. I mean, we were talking like Royals getting assassinated every two years. Wow. That's that yeah. sounds like the Jesuits too, man. Because I read no, this it was book. the Jesuits. Sorry, it sorry, Je- it was the Jesuits. The Jesuits oh, were okay. assassinating people. Like every every year, there was a royal family. Anyone who tried to kick them out of the country, which is my whole theory. So when we always hear like people like the Jews have been kicked out of every country, I personally believe that is just a smokescreen. And I'm I can hear Adam Green yelling at me right now, but it is a smokescreen. That's really the Jesuits that have been kicked out. Of kicked out of ever, like you just had royal families trying to get rid of them, and then these Jesuits coming back and assassinating these guys. Okay, the holidays are gonna be a little different. Okay, it's not gonna be normal. Okay, you've got these freaking tyrant governors trying to tell you you can't hang out with your loved ones. Not anymore. Not today. And the best way to deal with that is our good friends at Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey. Hey, lizard people, kiss our ass okay not today not never i'm gonna hang out and drink some wonderful peanut butter whiskey with grandma and you're not gonna tell me what to do okay i'm gonna mix it up i think screwball peanut butter whiskey's great as a shot 
neat, mix up with your favorite things. It doesn't matter, okay? You can do classic cocktails like old fashions, okay? You can do it neat on the rocks, okay? Per- perhaps you and your partner and colleague can have a back and forth on how weird it gets. Or your Uncle Tom or your dad can drink a little whiskey, get drunk, and give away family secrets. Who knows, okay? Who knows, all right? Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey is the ultimate duo of two American favorites, okay? American whiskey and peanut butter flavor, okay? The end result is a whiskey that sips, that's warm, a welcoming aroma, aroma, and it's delicious, sweet, neat, savory palate with a light, smooth finish, okay? That's how nice it is, all right? It's good to go. Try it, use it, love it. Whiskey was my favorite drink back today. I can't believe that you kids are lucky enough that they put peanut butter and whiskey together. You know why? Because it's America, and America is <laughs> great, and we deserve it. So Screwball, the original original and most awarded peanut butter whiskey, is now available near you. Pick up Screwball at your local store or get it delivered today. Get ready to get screwed, okay? Go to screwballwhiskey.com for more information and click buy now. Please drink responsible. Advertisement by Screwball Spirits, LLC, San Diego, California. Whiskey with Natural flavors, 35% alcohol by volume. Enjoy the show. Yeah, they, you know, they're ruthless, man. I read this book. It's only like maybe 100 pages. It's called The Secret Terrorists. And that dude explains all the Jesuit killings, assassinations, and all that. But it just blew my mind, man. Those guys are fucking ruthless. And um, I can see why Rhodes wanted to build his you know, his secret societies on what the Jesuits have done because they are known for being cutthroat and going to any means necessary basically is their motto. And so, um, yeah, I, I guess I did skip pretty far ahead, but I have a question. You mentioned that during the civil war, there was a Freemason on both sides. Yeah. Is that, is that normal? Aren't they supposed to kind of be on the same side as in like, I want slaves. We don't want slaves. I you know. think so because they they swear brotherhood oaths to each other, yeah. you know, and you think that they would. It's not. It's not like they're killing each other. They're just controlling the organizations that are fighting. You understand? You know, you can, well, yeah. Also, I mean, they want war. You know, and 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 people can be members of these organizations at lower levels too. You know, I mean, a lot of those masons were, yeah, like well, just in the. Opinion, they're not, you know. They're not accessing like the decision-making machinery. You know what I mean? They're you want to talk Jesuits, Zionist, all that shit. Look at the Democrats versus Republicans right now. If you don't think that they're both controlled by the same organizations, but they are banging with each other. In it's my that Hicks opinion. joke, man. It's that Hicks joke. I believe the puppet on the right shares my beliefs. I believe the puppet on the left shares my beliefs. Yeah. One guy, both puppets, just. Making their mouths move. That's all it is. I mean, dude, everybody's trying. They're trying. You know, what they're trying to push on us right now. That that Crawford guy with the one eye and the eye patch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're trying to push that guy yeah. on us right now. And you remember that whole Saturday Night Live thing where it's like he got made fun of, and then he went on a show and they apologized. That was no. all theater, dude. That oh, was you think so? Huh? All theater, man. That was done to make him a sympathetic person and put him on a national stage that guy has said that the first amendment does not apply to criticism of israel get the fuck out of here get out of here i know every time he posts i'm like oh tell everybody about your thoughts on that like dude one a two way or go away 
I'm going to make that a shirt, by the way. <laughs> okay. So I think it's so deep at every level. Now, you could have little – nothing saying that you can't have Zionists doing this or Zion. I think these groups probably work on their own. But at the very top of each one of these organizations, they have, in my opinion, some sort of Jesuit control. That's my big, like, and it goes into crime. You have all these crime organizations, and I know people think I'm nuts, but I think all your major crime organizations of Europe, the North America, and South America are Jesuit ran because they're all have a Catholic black background, right? They're all Ireland, Mexico, Italians. They're all they're all Catholic. Yeah, yeah. all the Catholics, right? And then the CIA right. makes a deal with Latin American crime families to sell cocaine in here. That's just working with a different department in the organization. They're like, hey, right. go over down, right. go over down to uh, go to the floor four. Talk to the uh, <laughs> the, the, the fucking the the, the the Latin crime bosses who run cocaine and, and make a deal. Have them send your coke over to us through through our buddy over there in Arkansas, Sweet Bill, who goes both ways. By the way, <laughs> yeah, sorry, you're, you're in the you're in the false flag department. Uh, yeah, you oh, need to go oh, down to the left. <laughs> Where, where's the Columbia Mafia department? Oh, that's floor five, dude. My bad. My bad. Are you guys gonna be at the Christmas party or what? We'll see you guys there. <laughs> That's my belief, dude. That's my belief. That's my at the highest levels because this has been going on forever and they slowly start it. And I just wonder if any movement is natural by itself, you know, I I do too, man. And, and like, you know, as far as those, those road societies, uh, there's a lot of Catholics in the uh, CFR and uh, you know, when they formed those societies, they formed, um, the Rhodes Roundtable, which had uh, the Rhodes Scholars, and that came straight out of Rhodes, uh, Cecil Rhodes' will. He, he wanted to get these young guys in college, kind of groom them to go into government. And so tons of them went into government. And, um, and of course, you have the Council on Foreign Relations. And then uh, in Europe, it's called the uh, Royal Institute of International Affairs, but it's the same damn thing. And... Uh, you know, a lot of those guys are Catholic, so I think you're on to something. Well, uh, dude, look at Trump, man. Trump's yeah. kids all went to Georgetown. His ex-wife yeah. is a fucking black nobility. Like, they, they worked with all those people, man. Yeah, man, I, I remember a few months ago, probably like six months ago, looking into that, and uh, I think Eric Trump was on the one of the board of directors of Georgetown. Uh, of course, Ivanka went to... Georgetown or Fordham, two years. Um, and I was noticing, too, uh, the, the same time I was looking and I found that Eric was on the board of directors, I see that uh, Nancy Pelosi and her husband have a scholarship in their name at Georgetown. I'm like, all these people are owned and they all you know, belong to the same groups. And, and, and I read in a book uh, just a while back that uh, basically in America, the Council on Foreign Relations is the it's the the bridge between the Democrat and Republican parties. So, you know, they you know, everything's different at the council. It doesn't matter if you're left or right. You know, it's just about power and prestige and 
and whoever you're working for, how can you use your political power to, to get what they want? See, I see Trump as a, a not an outsider, just a different organization. That's all yeah. I like a different crime organization. I don't necessarily think that he's like not part of the theater, but I, right. I think he represents a different thing. And, yeah. you know, it's like you've got to have a quote, quote, good guy in theater. You can't have all bad guys. If, if both sides have destroyed their credibility with, with, with the people, you've got to have a, 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 a guy to get, get behind. No, no, dude, if you look, though, at the people that they've – the last two people, if, if you count him as someone they've lined up to be president, which I, I think you, is safe to do, and you add in Hillary, they're both perfect candidates because they engage both bases. You know what I mean? The Democrats get engaged with Hillary and they love her because she's going to be the first woman president. But I don't and think the, they and like the right, though, the right hates her. Most people hate her. And then Trump's the same way. The left hates the guy, and then the right and people that want to oh, change get really engaged, and they're perfect candidates. Because think about the guys before them are mostly just anodyne, like boring, Obama, you know. Biden. Biden's yeah. like that. See, uh, exactly. My whole yeah. opinion yeah. is this Hillary disrupted the natural flow of the theater. That's why she's like fucking done. Like Obama is what you're talking about, Johnny. Like he's yeah. the perfect That's what I'm saying. for Hillary's the different. left. Like minority, quote unquote minority. Yeah, but he's not you know, offensive. You know what I mean? I think I think Trump and Hillary are both offensive to at least half the, or you know, uh, somewhere near half the country. Which to yeah, me, I think I, is what I, that's the change. I think that's I, the I change, agree. Like. I agree with that, but I don't think Hillary. Ex- I mean, she lost everybody. That I think that she lost all the Bernie Bros. Yeah, except when yeah. I, I blame the. Would you blame the party for that though? Like losing the Bernie Bros. Yeah. I mean, they yeah, sand, well, they destroyed Bernie. Well, because she Bernie. forced herself. She's like, I want to be president. And she, she kneecapped him, even though later on we find out that Bernie knew about the kneecapping and still ran again and took all your money. And <laughs> I can't hate. Yeah. I can't hate Bernie. I hate what he represents. But without Bernie Sanders, there'd be no tinfoil hat. So because, you know, I saw all these guys doing all these shows talking about him getting ripped off. I'm like, you know what? I like talking politics. I like talking conspiracies. Let's do it. So for that, I will be eternally grateful. But make no doubts about it. Bernie is a piece of shit. Okay. What he represents in terms of like his beliefs. I'm even though I'm not really into socialism anymore because I just like Whitney Webb said, any, any, any system you use is always going to get corrupted by alpha psychos every time. So unless you put these, these things in to keep the crazies out, it's all going to, whether it's socialism or capitalism, crazy's going to, there's some crazy, smart, rich guy is going to come in there and fuck but everything at up. At least Bernie seems to be governed by principles, right? That's like that's like why I like Except Ron Paul. Except for the Paul. point where he knew he was getting rigged and he took all well, your money yeah, besides I mean, that at, part. At some point he got but, – but isn't that why he appealed to you though? Even though you didn't agree with him on everything, he seemed to be governed by principles. He was predictable. You knew that unless he was really compromised. Well, what man, he talks he would, about we all agree with, right? Like people well, some of it, yeah. should be able to get – like – go to the hospital and get a heart, like get, uh, get, I don't know, get some surgery done and not be financially destroyed forever. Yeah. I mean, he's a Democrat. Well, how we get to so that is, is, is a different thing. I believe pure capitalism should be that. And you should literally have hospitals competing. I like, I, I see hospital commercials. I'm like, 
what is this about? Why is there a hospital? Cl- like, am, if I'm getting gunshot, I'm like, no, 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 not Kaiser, not Kaiser. Go, go to they got, they got. I like that commercial where they had the hot Mexican chick talking about how much he cares about me. It makes no sense. That's it so makes fun. no fucking sense, right? <laughs> but back to the secret societies, it's like, and like they've infiltrated all shit, like all shit. And I'm not, I don't think it's always been like, I think it's just over time you see something taking, uh, growing, you know, like when sports started, I, do you guys think sports was infiltrated by secret societies from the very early times? But I think oh. now you see it, especially in, you know, after talking to Bishop Larry Gators, hearing about the boule and stuff like that and secret societies like that. No, I don't know, man. That's interesting. I, I, if you count college fraternities as and the because some of them are borderline secret societies. I know. I mean, a few of them are anyway. The You're in a athletes, few of them. Athlete, athletes. <laughs> no, a few of them are that I know of. Uh, but athletes have been heavily involved in fraternity organizations, you know, from the very beginning. So if black fraternities brand themselves, how I know crazy that's what is that? Yeah. Wait up, for real? For oh, real. dude! Yeah, they get these like Omega brands. I, this one fraternity in particular brands them with this like Omega symbol, and it's just Whoa. oh, it's oh, it's brutal. It's like I mean, like cattle branding. It's the same thing. It is crazy. So you know, uh, I mean, like when we see Ellen sending emails telling the CIA they'll she'll do anything they want. Like to me, that's like that's so like deep. It's so deep, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and speaking of CIA, they were basically formed right out of the CFR. The CFR was before them, and the the first uh, director of uh, the CIA was Alan Dulles, who was a CFR member, one of the first, I believe, him and his brother. And uh, so you have to think that that was probably compromised from the very beginning and probably all a part of this kind of cabal of these you know these societies and this goes back to jesuit shit too right Right. there because you know you have you have the rothschilds who want to who want who want a roads to go down and mine in south africa he starts this this secret society i'm sure he told the rothschilds hey guess what i'm doing down here and they're like oh that's a great idea right so the rothschilds all right if you look at every single moment uh, that leads up to the the to the forming of the state of israel there's a rothschild involved right you have that what is that one uh the belford uh the belford situation declaration yeah declaration in which a gentleman i forget what his name is promises the rothschilds the property and that was in i believe 1915 or 1917 all right which which is, and guess who was running it right there? It was either England or it was the Turks were in charge of that. The Turks are the ones who supposedly put the Palestinians in there, okay? But the reason this is very important because, you know, everybody always says that our leaders are selected, not elected, right? Which brings us to who? Hitler. So then we hear Hitler, who his father is, Olus Hitler, all right, whose real last name is Strottenbacher. Her, his mother was supposedly knocked up by a Rothschild, <coughs> which makes Hitler, and I said this before, this bizarro version of Jon Snow. 
<laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, you're right, man. And, you know, the thing with Hitler is like, you know, as terrible as things ended up, he was getting rid of the central bank and, and you know, Germany had no debt whatsoever. And he was fighting the central banks and they really wanted to get those central banks back in there. And I think that had a lot to do with the war too, but, uh, no, 100%. And, but, you know, if you look at JFK, supposedly uh, either Rockefeller or Rothschild, and you have, um, you have Abraham Lincoln is supposedly a, a Rockefeller or Rothschild, right? So you have these, these two guys who got taken out. They had no problem with taking out their own. For some reason, Hitler got to live. But where did all the Nazis run to? Argentina. Argentina, the, no, yeah. But where did they go first? The Vatican. The Vatican. And, and yeah, and back to what we just said a second ago, Alan Dulles, the guy who was CFR and CIA, worked with the Catholic Church to help get those Nazis into uh, uh, Argentina. So there's your connection to the Jesuits right there again. Which brings me to the next thing is, like, we had a, someone come on here and say that uh, Pablo Escobar was Hitler's kid. Whoa. <laughs> Wouldn't doubt it. Right, Johnny? We were talking about Johnny, you were talking about wow. this the other day. Johnny loves what? to talk about cuck kids. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, you're joking. About. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. this one. Hey, <laughs> no, but, hey, hey, but uh you can uh so you can be born into being a Rockefeller and a Rothschild. Can you be born into being a Freemason or a skull and bones? Or do you have to go through the whole ritual and the process of Oh you gotta go dude, nobody just walks in. They gotta you they have to break you in a way. So that you are that to make sure that you are good enough to keep the secrets. I'm sure there are legacies, though, right? I mean, you right. get a leg yeah. up if you're a legacy, but yeah. yeah. But maybe you just get to the front of the line to the pig fisting yeah. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, by the way, this is why I think fraternities are like borderline secret societies because a lot of them you have to do compromising shit that. It, you know, every time you see somebody else in the same fraternity, you kind of that twinkle and you're like, it's like, I know you had some guy's fist up your ass too. Uh, and I, th- I think that anytime you have to be compromised morally or, or even your, your standards, you know, I, it changes you a little bit. And I, yeah, I, I mean, think you, you, you that would change a, you. Go yeah. on. Sorry about that. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, he just said that would change you. He was joking about the, that fist. would change yeah. you. That would change you. Uh, you know, and if you take a look at just the, the, uh, all of our Ivy league, Ivy league schools, I believe there's 13, Johnny, can you look that up? I believe there's 13 Ivy league schools which is the exact number of the families, right? 13 families that run everything, right? right? Eight. There are eight colleges that are considered to be Ivy League. They are Brown, Harvard, Cornell, Princeton, Dartmouth, Yale, and Columbia. Really? And and Penn, sorry. My bad. I guess, well, going to have to throw out this whole episode. I can't look back. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) But these... Go on, sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I'm just going to say they used to call the uh, secret societies either colleges. They started out calling them colleges or fraternities. So Johnny's right on that, man. They definitely are connected to secret societies. And it's uh, it's kind of crazy, too, because supposedly back in the day, it's like they would blackmail you if you cheat on your wife. Then it became gay. Was little kids. And, uh, going real quick. Yeah, now it's kids. But going back to the Ivy League schools, these schools were started, and then they, they had each school has its kind of skull and crossbones group, right? And the skull and crossbones was started by the uh, India, the British India Opium Russell family, and they started it 
to basically give their kids a head up, but you had to go through shit. And then you look at like who's who's been in that organization. It is like the who's who of of like world leaders that to the point that some of these guys run against each other in the presidency, yeah. like John Kerry versus George Bush. They're both skull and bones. I think they might have been there at the same time. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I, I've noticed something too, because uh, I kind of study these secret, you know, like these Freemason handshakes and they have these different types of ways they greet each other, and all that stuff. And I know people kind of get obsessed with that kind of stuff, but they have this one thing that they do called the five points of fellowship and it kind of represents the five pointed star but it's like a certain way they do it like they hug each other one you put your hand on the shoulder your knees touch your foot touches and and there's like one more i think if you notice man a lot of times when these world leaders meet each other they do that five points of fellowship and so I'm convinced that a lot of these world leaders are in these secret societies, probably not even enemies, probably don't even hate each other, even when they act like they do, but they love to use their countries as boogeymen against us because they can scare the shit out of us. Say, we've got to start another war. We're going to need a you know billion more dollars, whatever. You're going to have to give up these rights because there's an enemy in the background. He's coming for you. That's my and, belief about... Yeah. Um, that's my belief about Putin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I I don't know about you guys, but I, I'm starting to really get into Tataria. Like, I, I don't know if it's to the extent some people say it is, but I do believe there was at one time uh, a great a great society, a great empire that's been wiped off. I don't know if the guys were talking about the pineapple, if that was it, but <laughs> I do believe it was uh there was and russia was the center of that and that they basically i mean destroyed it and then they installed a guy who i believe is a freemason which is putin who plays ball with everybody to a point right and uh and now he do you see the new thing that putin's gonna rush this vaccine or something like that oh. i saw an article about that he wants i to- thought they already did didn't they rush one out like earlier that, this year that- England, England, England's taking the test. People are taking vaccines like starting today, and Russia's been doing it for like a couple weeks. Oh my god, we live in yeah, crazy gonna, times. I was going to ask you. So uh, the blacks have the black boule. There's this. There's a uh, crossbones, and there's Freemasons. Do females have any secret societies? Yeah, they have the uh, Order of the Eastern Star, which is basically female Freemasonry, uh, and they also have something called co-masonry, and I think that's only in uh, Europe. But it's basically male and female Freemasonry. Um, so those are the two I know of. There's other secret societies. In fact, um, I think her name's Sotomayor, the the judge, oh, the Supreme Court uh, Justice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, snap. Sonia Sotomayor. Yeah. 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 Oh, she snaps. She was in a secret society before she became a judge, <laughs> and uh, I cannot remember the name of it right offhand. But um, interesting. She, I think um, it was called uh, Food Truck. <laughs> <laughs> the true, the Food Truck Society of uh, Latinas. <laughs> Are the societies mostly male dominated? The Cholas. The Cholas. Yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah, still like definitely. pretty patriarchal. Okay. It is crazy. I mean, African Americans cannot join uh, the Skull and Crossbones. Is that crazy? Skull and Bones. Yeah. Skull and Bones, that Skull and Bones, yeah, Skull and Cross. You're I right. know you the get comments about that one. That's the only yeah, reason. Everyone it, just yeah. beats me up on that constantly. 
constantly. And then we see it heading down into uh, entertainment. I mean, we see it across all entertainment. I mean, LeBron James makes all the weird, like, bing, bong, boom, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, it's like he's trying to – it's almost like he's trying to – superstitious. Like he wants to thank all the gods that might exist, you know. So he's like doing this and this. And nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you had that one – like he's the nine nine. He's the poor man's version of The Rock. Who's that one wrestler that's uh, – I haven't watched wrestling in a long time. That's in like all the movies now. He was in um, – he was in – John um, Cena. John Cena. No, not John no. Cena. Are the you, other one – Are you thinking that, about the guy that was in like Stuber? Yeah, uh, that guy. Yeah, shit. What is his? Oh, fuck. Hold on. I, I know mean, exactly who you're talking about. He's in, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, too. Yeah. Dave Bautista. And, um, Dave Bautista. 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 Dude, he was at UFC one, and he was just doing all the... Oh. What is that This is... This is the society of... The... <laughs> that should be ours. That should be the, ten, that should be the swarm. The, the, it's a fucking but, it's butterfly. It's a it's a, uh, a monitor. But why am I making this up? Maybe it's at, at breakfast the chicken snake god. That's our. This is ours, dude. This will be ours. The chicken snake god. Because yeah, this is it. Because that's his hands. They're they're snakes. And then you think like about what what they were. We this could be this could be one. <laughs> um, but you know they were talking about uh, at breakfast. He is what the chicken and snake god that runs all 365 of our dimensions, right? Who who did Matt Lacroix say the battles between eagle serpent? So they just mm. boom. But you see that all over the place. So now we see it in movies all the time. You see it in so all this shit. You see, like you know what was the whole Q thing forever? Their symbolism will be their downfall, right? And it's everywhere. Freemason symbol everywhere. You now okay, so we have it in entertainment. Look at our tech companies, man. Have you ever gone into all the symbolism in the text the Google envelope? Uh the, yeah. the Facebook symbol. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable when you start looking at that stuff because it sounds so stupid and then you start looking at it and it's like, holy shit, they've just taken ancient occult symbolism and made it their logos. And cars, have you noticed cars? It's like, it's crazy how many cars are named after ancient gods or some name from one of the secret society beliefs. It's it's, in, it's unbelievable, man. That is it is unbelievable. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? And then all these, uh, and it just goes back to like, you see all these guys, um, like all, all the weird shit in like the Jeffrey Epstein, which starts at weird. So, you know, it's got right. to be really weird to get weirder, you know, but like, it's like, everyone's like, Jews, Jews, Jews. It's like, they were all worshiping Moloch. They're worshiping Bathmet. They're worshiping all this shit. And right. a long time ago, I'm not going to say a comedian, but he's very big right now. Very big. And he told me some of this before I got into conspiracies, but he said that he got invited to do a, 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 a show for these really rich guys. And he was in a theater, and these girls went out dancing. And, and then he had to do stand-up, and he couldn't say what the organization was. But now he's really fucking big. I've seen him do a couple weird symbol things while he's been performing. But I wonder if he did one of those, like, those fucking Freemason shows, and the girls did the, the Freemason, what's it called, um, 
chair dance. Have you ever seen those videos with the chair okay. dance and shit like that? What do they do, Sam? No, I haven't seen that. It's like Beyonce did in one of her videos. It's the it's like a Freemason chair dance where they dance a certain way with a chair. And she like did somebody's like, in the chair, or they're just the dancer and the chair. It's a hot young girl with a uh-huh. chair and the way she dances. Okay, okay. It, it's kind of just like a, it's just a secret society thing that's very interesting and very very crazy. It sounds very interesting. Yeah, I'll have to Google that immediately. <laughs> yeah, do uh, do Beyonce chair dance. I was gonna do hot girl chair dance but yeah beyonce chair dance that's fine and then you yeah so it's real good johnny you might get a boner right now <laughs> beyonce, that'd be great we need the views dude we need the views um beyonce oh i see okay well this is a weird chair what kind of chair is this anyway do you, do you, i mean do you want to see it uh yeah to show it to you okay hold on yeah um what the fuck is happening Queen oh, right. Share. Here we go. Tell me if this is the right thing, Sam. This might not be the <laughs> right thing. Does yeah. It? Yeah, it's something like this. It's like a chair dance thing. No, that's not it. That's not it. Okay. That's not it. That's just her at the she just Saddle Ranch riding the electric floor. <laughs> <laughs> She was doing it really good. Though. Put in like secret society. Okay. Secret society dance. Chair dance. Yeah. Uh, let me Google it. Hold on. You have E secret. Uh, it doesn't matter. It'll correct it. Um. It's just an interesting way they. It's like ba 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 ba. I don't no, even, I don't. I don't. I can't find yeah. it. But they must have scrubbed it. They must have gotten to us. I gotten to. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting dance that she does. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. very weird. Somebody uh, had snuck a, a camera into uh, Freemason. Uh, looked like it was from the eighties, maybe nineties. One of their uh, parties, and uh, it was a young girl doing that dance in front of these old men. Yes. The big, yeah, the big triangle was in the background with the all-seeing eye. It was pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, like. Yeah, where is it? Yeah. What the, what are the is, is is as far as it seems like some secret societies are quite small and are comprised mostly of elite sort of power brokers. Uh, is is Freemasonry the most diverse with respect to like st- status in society? Would you say like kind of regular yeah. people and then some people at the top that are really powerful? I think so. I think it's like the stepping stone. Like you go in. As, uh, like there's the blue lodges, and they're just like your everyday little lodges you might pass on the side of a highway somewhere. And they go just the three degrees, which was the original, uh, as high as you could go in Freemasonry. Mm-hmm. And then um, – And should we – I'm sorry. Should we be – should we suspect those people in any way? I mean, are they are they worthy of suspicion, people who are at the lower levels like that? I don't really think so. I mean, they may be trying to work their way up in their own little towns and stuff like that. A lot, a lot of people, I think, join it to network. Um, and, you know, you can do that. And, and I just think on the bigger level, like a lot of the, the metropolitan you know, town areas where there's huge Freemason lodges, I think those guys, a lot of those guys get into uh, government and it's a way for them to get into, you know, high positions of power in, in their areas. Um, but I think that's from what I can tell. I think Freemasonry is on the lower level, and then you know you got the um, 
the Rosicrucians, which are, are super secret, mm. but they're definitely um, above the Freemasons. And, um, you know, then you've got the Crowley offshoots like the Lima, uh, which adds a whole, you know, sexual vibe to the rites and the, the different things they do. And I think probably more people are into that type of uh, masonry than we know about because I think that's where a lot of this weird sick shit comes from because, you know, I mean, they, they do some strange stuff, man, with bodily fluids and <laughs> all the, do all those, do all those secret societies. Can they all just go and show up to the Bohemian Grove? I don't or think so. Is there, I think, like- I think you gotta be like up, up, upper level to be bohemian grove but you can be in different societies though right it's not only just one yeah yeah you can be different ones for sure because i know i've seen pictures of a couple of guys uh where i know one was a skull and bones and a couple were masons so yeah for sure holy shit so what bohemian grove's like the playboy mansion of summer secret uh societies is that what we're talking about yeah, yeah, I think it's like where they go out there and they can be naked all week and sacrifice, do a mock sacrifice to a giant owl god named Moloch. And <laughs> do you think they're mocking it, or do they do really do it? You know, that's a good question. It's a good question because um, there's been some really important people there, like Reagan and Nixon, and uh, I know there's been others, but uh, you got to wonder, man. That's some hey, sick shit. Are there any uh, politicians at higher levels historically that you know of that resisted the temptations of secret societies that weren't involved and were vocally like – because wasn't there – I remember seeing parties, political parties, that their alignment was solely that they were anti-Masons. Like there was an anti-Mason yeah. party at some point, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I'm curious that, if, if that is something that – It's amazing that didn't go that far. Hmm. Right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, uh, the, that was the first third party in the United States was the anti-Mas- uh, anti-Masonic party. Um, uh, the only one that I can think of is uh, John Quincy Adams, and he hated Masons, and he even wrote a book about it. So huh. he was very uh, cautious of, and skeptical. He kind of related it back to the Illuminati. He thought that uh, that the Illuminati had kind of gotten into American Freemasonry and they wanted to overthrow the country, you know, and kind of make it a, a socialist type of uh, system, kind of like the uh, Jacobins did in France. Interesting. So if you want a hero. Now, have you ever discovered how, how far the Freemason uh, reaches or the Jesuit reaches? Like, cause there's this whole thing that they, they have Jesuits in China, I believe. Yeah. And like, how far the, have you done any research into how far that reaches or cause you know, there's supposedly the Lee family L E I is supposed to be one of the original 13 families yeah. that kind of runs China. Well, I haven't uh, in, in regards to that, I haven't, but I have read that uh, Freemasons like they even went to central and South America. Uh, they, they, a lot of them were communists. So they even joined in on some of the, the fighting as far as like the violence and stuff like that, even Jesuit priests. So, you know, they, uh, definitely are in other parts of the world. And I would just suggest people look up what all Georgetown and Fort Ham and, and, and some of these universities, the places that they have overseas, it's not just here in the States, 
uh, it'll really kind of make your head spin because they do have a huge reach around the world. Um, so you brought, brought up the odd fellows or the odd men. Uh, tell us a little bit about them and like a- any of the other names of societies that you didn't discuss. Cause I, I, I think that's so interesting. Well, I, you know, I don't know too much about the odd fellows. From what I hear, they're a little less mystical and more kind <laughs> of a, almost kind of like a, just a men's club without as much of the, the mysticism, uh, you know, and even like the Moose's Lodge and stuff like that, the Lions Club, they are based on Freemasonry. I think, you know, because it is pretty cool the way they have everything set up and their different degrees and hidden symbolism. You know, it's interesting to a lot of people. What about um, Kiwanis? Kiwanis, the same, same deal? Kiwanis you know, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Kiwanis Airlines? Do, you, do they have Kiwanis out here? I don't know. That's a big thing in the South, the Kiwanis Club. It's kind of like the Lions Club, same deal. Yeah. Yeah. So, so but you're saying they're not really dark, though. Like those. Right. Like, From what I hear, they're they're not really. They don't go into the the mystical aspects and all the hidden stuff quite as much. Let me ask you something. I know you wanted to talk about this. Uh, we talk about the Illuminati. You know, to illuminate. There's this whole theory about Lucifer, and to, you know, some people say Lucifer is the light. Some people think Lucifer is. Satan, what have you done any research into that? Yeah, I mean, I I'm kind of mixed. I kind of mixed feelings on that because uh, I've heard some people make the case that uh, Lucifer, you know, that's a uh, it's an Italian word, so it's is you know it's not even the name of a of a, an angel. All the angels had the last name L, if you notice um, from the biblical story, and it was kind of put in there. Um, you know, in the King James version of the Bible, there's just a few things they changed, uh, like Easter they put in there that that wasn't in there before it was supposed to be Passover. Uh, it's strange little things that they changed, but um, some people just say that uh, it was actually about the King Nebuchadnezzar because he it says something like they called him the shiny king or something like that, and he would sit on a high place, a high throne above God. And so they kind of say that uh, the King James kind of took that name, kind of took some liberties and put Lucifer in there. And it just kind of threw everything off because mm. a lot of people equate Lucifer with uh, the, uh, the planet Venus because it was, you know, shining. So I don't know. I definitely, I know that there are a lot of people that are into that Luciferian type of belief system. You know, they basically just believe that, you know, they can become God through their Luciferian kind of beliefs. So well, my whole opinion is that if you look at like Buddhism, Hinduism, there is an aspect that we are all gods. And that is my belief. And what I believe like the black cubic of Saturn did that belief is they took the, the worst of their beliefs and the best of Hinduism and combined them into what they called Satanism. And then all these theater nerd dorks start running around acting like they worship Satan. And uh, so that nobody takes a look at like those dark arts, but I 100% believe at my heart of hearts that the, that the, the, the uh, dark arts occults run the world. And Absolutely. that's how they get you to join. And that's how they, how they get you to play ball. Cause they don't want anybody in there. Ain't going to play ball. 
Yeah, I mean, I do too, man. I, and I think that uh, there is like uh, two two sides to it. You know, I, I might have mentioned this on the, the Patreon, but uh, I think you have this one side where uh, people are, they, they mean well and they want this beautiful brotherhood of man, this utopia where we can all get along and we all have the things we need, stuff like that. And they use this kind of new age kind of deal, whatever it might be called, to to convey that. But then there's the dark arts people who kind of take that and want to make this utopia or say they want to make this utopia, but they really want to make this new world order where they are in charge and they run everything and they were basically slaves, <laughs> you know, in no uncertain terms. And so I think it goes two ways, you know, they're using the kind of uh, brotherhood of man to make people think that's what's going to happen. But then they really want this this uh, slavery of mankind. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, psychopaths. Yeah, they're just because psychopaths. Because there doesn't seem to be an end to when people get control like that. There doesn't see, seem to be an end. They're they're never satisfied. Like just like the the Cecil Rhodes guy, he had everything, but no, that wasn't good enough. He wanted <laughs> to take over the world. So you know, it's kind of the same old story, man. People can't get enough power. And, but here's the whole thing, and it is my belief that they ne- they can't do anything without us, and that's why they have, and that's why I believe ultimately because Johnny and I have a bet. I believe <laughs> that Trump will be president because if he is not, the illusion of choice is gone. And that illusion is very important to them and their power. See, I think it's shattered either way because if they if Trump ends up doing it, then. All the people that voted for Joe Biden, even though it wasn't as many as we think, or you know, they're reporting did, it was still a lot of people. I mean, if at least as many people voted for him as voted for Hillary, they're all disillusioned too. So it's a win. I don't think it's to the number that I don't. I think it's marginal. The difference. I think it's really marginal. Well, we'll and plus they were handed. They're going to be even more pissed off because they were handed the thing. The media has been telling them for months. Yeah, that why would they? And you see, that's the thing that I think you're wrong about, Sam, is because that would Johnny lead, getting that, really defensive. Well, think right about now, this because no, he owes a defensive. lot no, of but, money if he loses. I'm really I, there's zero chance I'm going to lose. I, I'm I'm a hundred percent confident. But I'll tell you why, Sam, because the media has been telling this. Let's say something. Hold on. I was just saying, Johnny's still taking bets. Yeah, I'm still taking bets. Hit yeah, me up. How Johnny much you up to now, Johnny? Two, two, baby. Two grand? Two K. Two grand. Yeah, two K. <laughs> Uh, I love it. Check it out. Listen, the media has been saying that Biden won this thing, lead pipe cinch, for a month now. And you're telling me that would shatter if they didn't. It would shatter the belief in media by the people who actually believe media. The sheep. The people for the people. The sheep. And there's no way they do that. They won't do it. Well, we'll see. I mean, they're all in on it. They need the sheep. It's all Jesuits. It's all Jesuits, Johnny. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. (laughs) It's all Jesuits, and they're all humping each other, and they use pedophilia as the currency to join now. That is it, because everything else is, you know, someone's like, oh, you're gay. It's like, yeah, dude, I I like man-ass. And everyone's like, okay, that's fine. You like Mm man-ass. Pedophilia, though, people aren't cool with that shit. And that's the last thing. That's a big reason, I think, too, Sam, is why they love to recruit religious, really religious people, people from religion, because those people are easier to... To manipulate. to manipulate, and well, not because they believe in religion, but because they have principles that they'd be humiliated if somebody found out. You know, they were yeah. doing more. Well, they have a brand stuff. that would be destroyed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All what right. Happens, what happens when you normalize pedophilia? 
What do you blackmail people with now? They're trying to. They're trying. I don't think it will happen. I don't, but that's just me. I think things are going to work out. I was having a talk today with Mark, and he, there's some people that believe December 21st is the day that the Mayans were talking about. So we'll see, dude. That will be the last show of 2020 for Tim Fall Hat. We're going to have a year in review with everybody who's been on the show, who does the show, and uh, we'll see. We're supposed to enter an era of greatness. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Odd Man, thank you so much for coming on. You crushed it. You were oh, a young man. Christian warrior. So thank <laughs> you very much. Uh, can you tell everybody again where they can find you, Twitter, all that shit? Yeah, man. Uh, if you want to interact with me, the best place is underscore the Odd Man out. That's the Odd Man out on Twitter or Instagram. And if uh, you want to listen to the show, it's alternatecurrentradio.com respect Ruh-spah. all right man thank cool, you so man. much for coming on i really appreciate you crushed it and uh we'll do it again soon thank you swarm so much for the support uh you came out even uh in uh in st louis even when they didn't serve a liquor or food and you still showed up so i love you very much we will talk to you guys soon thank you so much Open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim Foil hack. Tim Foil hack.